Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Hi. Hey, how are you? You're so warm to me today. Why? What do you mean? I don't know. Some days you can be, I come in and it's very like business transaction-y. Some days it's like <laughs> you're kind of on a different planet. Today I come in and you are like present. You're warm. Oh, you're oh. being very sweet. So I'm thinking, do you have like a favor that you need from me or something no, like that? Like, no, 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 maybe. No. <laughs> I was going to say, no, I, I don't. Like I think there are some times, there's sometimes that you show up and you're like, you're kind of like the 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 amount of energy you have that's a little like 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 dirty like a dirty energy that you just what like dirty energy. Yeah, I don't mean that in like a sexual way. I just mean like you come in and you're just like, okay, we're doing it. And like blah blah blah. It's called progressive momentum. It's not Is that dirty. What it's, <laughs> it's not dirty. No, dirty would be like uh, if I was drinking your bottle of like Bombay Sapphire. No, what? It's Where more did that like come I'm from? cracking the whip. It's like we're on Shark Tank. I know, and sometimes that's a little, it's a little off-puttish. That's oh my all. Gosh. Because you get here at nine in the morning, and you're like, "Let's do it." I've been up for four hours. Yeah, I'm this is like the devil wears Prada. I come I in. Where's my purse? Where's yeah, my? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were definitely. I'm a devil. dirty Merletini. The, the devil who wears Kathy Ireland uh, collection. <laughs> I'm a dirty Merletini, and I love, like, I'll live if you would. Do what I asked. Okay, that was an awful, <laughs> that was an awful play. <laughs> it was a little dry. So what's been going on? What's up? What's new? oh my gosh? What's fresh? What's happening? Uh, I love working in an office for three days out of the week. I think I have found yeah. my sweet spot. Because oh. <laughs> I feel like finally, huh? After all this time, you've been trying to show Jack. You finally found your sweet spot. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So you're in L.A. You yeah. work three days a week. Three, yeah, which is perfect for me because I feel like when you're in a place for like five days out of the week, you start yeah. to feel resentful. You start to absolutely kind of, by like, Thursday, you're many. like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what Wednesday's the hump day, and yep. really everyone wishes that was the last day. And that's my last day, so yeah. I am working Monday, Tuesday, and hump day, mm-hmm. and then I'm just like, "Yo, yo!" But the office environment, and I love the office I am in, yeah, very much so. It, but it also is like a city and government one, so it really reminds me of a real life Park and Rec, like oh, an episode okay. of Park and Rec. Yeah. Like, um, and I love, love, love. 
where I work and I love who I work with. But the other <laughs> you day, said we that were, a couple times now. We had like a pizza appreciation lunch in the break room, which is like uh-huh. the whole thing is just like comical to me. And so uh, it was also in conjunction with a woman's birthday who like we don't no one really like knows each other. I basically just walk right. into the office and there was like so many cubicles. It's I like, know my boss that I love. It's and Helen's then, birthday. Like, exactly. Okay, just write your name on this card. So a woman came in. And said, oh, it's her. we're all, it really reminds me of The Office where there's like an older lady that like puts her fingers on everything. There's a guy that wears like. What do you mean puts her fingers on everything? Like she just, like when there's food, she just like kind of touches it, but doesn't really eat it. What? And it's not me. I don't even think that's me, but it's like. <laughs> like uh, touches everything? Yeah. Like each slice of pizza? <laughs> yeah. No, really? She like piano fingers the entire like food buffet all the time. I know. That's a weird thing. And then there's another guy who Ew, I feel I like... Would, I wouldn't want to eat that pizza. I'd be like, well, that's ruined for me. That's kind of like the running office joke is that oh, she this like... woman? That she touches everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? She's, like a finger, she's a piano <laughs> stealer of food. <laughs> Which just goes around touching all the food? Yes. Ew. I know. What kind of weird thing is that? Some sensory it's thing. It's very weird. But why, it, I feel like these people congregate in an office. Like the office environment yeah. breeds this type of... There's another... Sure. Of course, like this guy really is out of like a movie where he wears the like Bluetooth attached to your ear all the time. Yet he does not make any calls on that like Mm. that. He has a normal like phone phone. So he just even when so at this woman's birthday party, he still had said device attached to his ear. Yeah. And um, so we're singing. We're singing. We don't we're singing happy birthday to you to this girl. And then when it got to the point of like, happy birthday, dear. (laughs) No one knows. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you just hear happy birthday you're like <laughs> uh, uh. and then and then she yelled out jennifer she did <laughs> yeah oh my god and then happy birthday to you and that's real yeah oh that's that's tough so right? i feel like i'm really that's the woman that goes home and she has no friends and family and she's just as like well another day with her cats and her pint of ice well gallon of ice cream and her house coat and then she texts secret uh guy yeah. wearing the bluetooth ear uh, and it's just like why didn't you say my name? I can't act like I know you. <laughs> yeah. So I like it. I think I find comedy in the office environment when I am not fully entrenched in it. So I am in my like zone where I love it and I love where I work, but I'm also not like, you know, like I pay the three dollars to get water. I pay like yeah. all the little office really? things, but I but with a level of. Wait, like, wait, what do you mean you pay three dollars for water? So in order to like use the water cooler, we have to pay like like make sure you give Brenda your three dollars every month. And what? I know. I love it. Why? Working for the city, man. They can't afford a twenty dollar <laughs> a month water thing. I don't know. Oh, that's sad. I know, but that's I really, really love it. A lot of times, I just like say phrases that I'm like you know, we really need to get this situation looked at from all angles. And everyone in the meeting is like, you're right. You are like, we need to follow Meryl's advice. I just say things that I know we're gonna, are business We want to make this a turnkey operation. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to think out of the box. Your oh, favorite one. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I've just been really liking it. I texted you the other night that I was like drunk think, in Beverly Hills. Yeah. I think that the reason that you like it is it's, it's this normalcy that you don't have in your life you're crazy i'm sure that you are the one in the room that people are like look at this firecracker she's all yeah. over the place she's yeah, got yeah. good idea she's, yep, uh, she's exactly. hot on her feet you yep. know and then uh <laughs> meanwhile they have no idea that you're, you're like taking notes about like how the woman touches everything exactly like, you i'm know, creating uh, the next like office the, but it's carl with the bluetooth has never made a call and you know yeah, it I, also, hate the, I hate those blue. I also things. got to hold a rooster and it blinked and then kissed me and I feel like I'm not going to be able to eat chicken for a few months. Like okay, so you held blinked. a rooster. I held a rooster yeah. so tightly like a baby. And then it kissed you. It like it it blinked went boop 
and then it like that gave wasn't me a winking. Pep. Oh Jesus! It was blinking and winking. You're like God, just send me a sign, and then the, the rooster naturally <laughs> dies blinks its eyes, and then you're like, I got it, I got the sign. We have a lot of good podcast things going on, and I yeah. feel like we've reached the next level, which is doing a lot of other free stuff that doesn't pay us. Yeah, in podcasting. Yeah. So, but we love were, doing free stuff. We were love together it. for like. <laughs> 12 hours doing business and I I really appreciate that we started out in the morning and you told a story about uh, Michael Phelps three <laughs> times throughout the day. <laughs> I had this really good analogy about Michael Phelps and how like the winners you know there's this picture of him and uh, we didn't say it on the podcast did we? Not yet. Okay. No, but yeah, It was a picture gonna... of Phelps and, and Ryan Lochte and they were swimming beside each other and Phelps is swimming <laughs> looking straight ahead at the goal line and Lochte is like kind of looking over at Phelps. You've probably seen the picture. And it's like, we're going to post winners, it. We'll post it. Winners think of winning and losers think of the winners. And I thought that was oh a really good God. analogy. And we used it. I think it came up. We were in a breakfast meeting, a lunch meeting, and then we had a podcast that evening. And Bo found a way to <laughs> weave that anecdote in each time. Also accidentally naming like Lance Armstrong. The I first think I time said Lance Armstrong. The first time. <laughs> I think the people should know and hear what's up with your latest relationship. You just seem very settled and very happy. I'm not Settled. There's no settling. I came in and she had made a beautiful egg breakfast. For oh my god, she's an amazing cook and I know. she cooks so all the time. time and I like yeah. um, scrambled with a little bit of mushrooms. And oh, da-da-da. you want her to make you something? A little bit, maybe. I think you burned that bridge, as as all of our listeners understand. <laughs> you <laughs> had you had your your grit uh, your grit fiasco. So. How's it going? The relationship? Yeah, tell Great. us everything. Well, what do you want to know? What's, so, have you guys said we're boyfriend and girlfriend? Uh, yeah. Have yeah, you guys used the L word, linguini? We <laughs> have love. talked about linguini. <gasps> I, I have very clearly said I linguini you. Oh my gosh, you said love, Bo? No, okay. <laughs> we have to tell him. Are we in high school? Yes. What is happening here? Um, this is a big deal. We have shared linguini stories for <gasps> sure. For sure. Wait, what's that mean? For re- that uh, means- Linguini. We're just talking about linguini. Now, you're not eating any other... Like pastas right? no i'm not having any penne uh, you probably are me uh, yeah, no i am love a one zoodle yeah. kind of girl <laughs> one zucchini spiraled in shame <laughs> uh no macaroni no no, mac- no elbow no lasagne um yeah no it's going really good actually uh she's she's really great i got i mean i can there's no like uh, outlandish no crazy the yeah and there's no there's no outlandish outlandish stories because it's actually a really healthy relationship what i know what's have you guys like? gotten into it your first fight yet uh it, it's funny actually we got into a um a talk we didn't fight <laughs> it wasn't even a fight it's and very it, like the view and, like, and, and what it was it was so funny I, okay let me tell you this story yes. this is this may be a little juicy but not ah, super juicy so 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 tame yourself a bit um Okay, so we had uh, her birthday is in September. My birthday is in September, and they're only days apart. Oh my god! And two uh, Virgos together, uh, <laughs> I can't. Okay, so we decided, hey, instead of birthday gifts, let's go on a trip. Let's put our money together. Let's go on a trip. Let's go do something cool. Uh, so we had kind of said, oh yeah, let's do that. Then the date gets closer and closer. We haven't made a decision. We're looking at um financial stuff and just going like, well, maybe we should wait a little bit. Um. And go someplace bigger, and those, you know, what I mean, we don't have to. Ultimately, like instead of four Palm Springs, Big Bear, right, save up right, for right. like a instead Costa Rica. Of, or yeah, we kind yeah, of like yeah. pull back on our like social life right now, exactly. and then in a month we're like, hey, let's go to Japan exactly. or let's go someplace like that, yes. right? Ireland. 
Right. And so uh, we kind of decide, let's do that. And then it gets closer and closer to the birthday. So we're not going to actually, we decide we're not going to go anywhere in September, which was the original plan. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, fine. Great. Well, let's just do something later. But we had still decided we're not going to do anything for our birthday. That's the whole point of like saving money and blah, blah, blah. And then weeks later, okay, and this is like a week ago, she goes, hey, she had had a couple drinks. And she's like, hey, um, what are you doing on November 3rd? And she's like real <laughs> sly, trying to be sly about it. But also she's a little a little tipsy. Giving it away. Yeah, oh, yeah. tipsy. Yeah, 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 a little tipsy. So she's kind of giving it away. Okay. And, and then I'm like, uh, okay, I don't know. It's November. It's two months, three right. months away kind of thing why she's like well i can't really tell you i'm like okay no problem i won't pry at it it sounds like you're trying to plan something yep and then i actually have something of all times on like the fourth of november i have something i have to be at the thing that she's trying to plan is on the third of november so then she's like well if we went away what time would you need to be back and i'm like okay what just tell me she's like well i can't it's a surprise for your birthday i'm like what (laughs) we're not supposed to be doing anything for birthdays right right? and so then we get into a conversation like oh this puts me in a kind of a tight situation because like are we celebrating or are we not and then she's like well i didn't mean to do anything wrong i'm like well you didn't do anything wrong i'm just like saying like i thought we decided on something and now if you're planning something and we're going away it's going to cost money and blah blah blah. so we have this like talk and in the end it's like i just say okay then we're doing something for our birthday. But wait, so is plan this still change. a birthday thing? If, if your birthdays are in September, well, her in plan November, is that, isn't she's that gonna, just like a... She's going to do something and give it to me on my birthday. Oh, I get and it. And then we're going to do it later in November. Okay. And so um, I'm just, you know, my my position, I have to just be like, okay, she's trying to do something nice for me. Mm-hmm. She's trying to plan something. How sweet is that? Very sweet. What, what am I going to do? Complain? I thought we weren't going to do it. Right, like, right. I have to kind of like cage my ship but at the same time we made it an agreement as a couple like we're not going to do that and then she's doing that without telling me like hey actually let's do birthday stuff it's so hard not to surprise on a, <sighs> i feel like i know i know and I'm not, I, again I'm, i i know what people are going to be thinking is like well why are you complaining about this is like it, the point is like we were trying to put our money towards this thing and now we're yeah. going to go on a trip and it's like well wait a minute we should talk about that before but again i can't complain because she's trying to be something so you know, do something do sweet. you know what you think okay so be. here the plot thickens Ooh. are you ready yes okay so i love um, a good thick plot so there was a concert that I really wanted to go to uh, coming to L.A. It wasn't actually coming to San Diego. It's a concert. Uh, Jim James is lead singer of My Morning Jacket, has solo projects, been with you know, Monsters of Folk and uh, the New Basement Tapes. Just a great musician. He's going to do this acoustic uh, tour where he goes through his entire span of all his music, mm-hmm. not just his solo stuff, not just My Morning Jacket. I really wanted to see it. So I jumped on to get tickets uh, for the L.A. show. Are you, are you asleep? Did you no, yawn? I'm you yawned in my story? No, I was listening. You fucking fuck. <laughs> so I try to get tickets, but, you know, in classic form, I jump on, I grab two tickets, uh, and the, the show is for, like, November 2nd, right? Oh, my gosh. Right. This is, like, your November weakest. I know. So <laughs> November 2nd, I try to get tickets. I can't get tickets because I get on, I get the two tickets, and then it's like, sign in with your oh, password, yeah, and then yeah. it wouldn't work, and I was like, ah, and the time is like, click, 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 yes. click, click, going and down. And the service fee has gone up Oh, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, and I got good tickets, and then all of a sudden, I couldn't sign in, and after oh two and a half minutes, I was like, fuck. So and it's like, we're to, texting yeah, a code yeah. to your phone. And then so then yeah. I go try to go get more tickets, and it's sold out. It's <gasps> sold out in like within four or five minutes, right? I was so bummed. 
I really wanted to see this tour. I've seen almost every tour he's been on. I just really, he's just one of my top 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Jim James. Yes. Not Jim Jeffries. Jim James. Not check Jim him out. Jones, just, the cult leader. Just check him out. So. Not Jim Henson. Then this is like three months ago, but then. So you never got tickets. I never got sold tickets. Out. Yeah, okay. sold out. So you defeatedly tucked your right. bow tail I, I between like, your well, legs. Well, I'll, I'll see him next time. Aw. But then. Oh, no. Brittany comes in and says, hey, are you busy on November 3rd? Oh, and I'm like, wait a minute. And she knows. Oh, she's she a knows. smart. She's a smart cookie. She is. And that's what I really I really appreciate that because she pays attention. Yep. And then I am smart enough to go, hey, that date rings a bell for me. I won't say it, but I know that she knows I want to see this thing. Now we're going away and it's it's not L.A., so it's probably like she probably found a show at another place, and that's where we're gonna go. We're gonna see I was so excited, like, but I had to be like, oh yeah, no, I'm. I'm oh my god, you guys are like playing right? each other. Right. This is so funny. So, uh, yeah, so everything is fine. I just shut up because my birthday is coming, and if it isn't that, well, no problem. I couldn't get tickets anyway. It doesn't matter, right? So then last night, and this is I'm not even kidding. Last night I'm sitting at the dinner table. We're having dinner out on the patio. I get an email. Boink. Okay, now we're two weeks away from my birthday at this point. I get an email on my phone. Hey, new show added in San Diego, Jim James, <gasps> November 3rd or November what? 1st. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I'm really in a pickle because <laughs> I don't know if she got me the tickets because she hasn't given them right. to me. So I don't like, know for sure. Do you make a move on right. the San Diego show? So now show, do I do buy the tickets for the San Diego show? And I kind of like, oh, no, I'm like. Hey, I have to have this conversation with her. So I'm sitting there and I see it and I can't be like, oh my God, Jim Jones is coming because I don't want to ruin her surprise if that's what it is. But I say, hey, if we go away for the November 3rd thing, what day will we be leaving? Will we be leaving on the 20, you know, the, the, the 29th or the 30th or the 1st or the 2nd? Because if I can make the concert on the 1st, I'm going to get the tickets. And that way we can go to that show because no matter what she gets me, then we still at least have those tickets, right? Mm-hmm. So what should you, what should I have done in this moment, Meryl? Should I, I buy the tickets? Yes, I would have just shut up and buy the tickets. I would have right? thrown caution to the wind, mm-hmm. bought the tickets, had mm-hmm. the tickets. No, at the very least, mm-hmm. you guys would go. It sounds like I mean you like him so much that going twice, twice to a show be a wouldn't be a, no, 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 no. So no. if I were you, I would jump on those tickets as soon as possible. Yeah, get them and then. Maybe let her unfold. It does sound like those are the. That's what it is. So, so the tickets are fifty six dollars. So they're not like a ten dollar or fifteen twenty dollar concert. It's like I'm going to throw down one hundred and twenty dollars, right? One hundred twenty dollars. But in that moment, I was like, I had to ask the question: Are we going to be gone? Because I didn't right. want to throw down a hundred and some bucks. But wouldn't you bucks. also want to go to this show if even say you guys are going somewhere to see him? Yeah. Wouldn't you want to see him in your own hometown? Like, yeah, but here's the question: Was if we're leaving and going to be gone during the time oh. that that concert is, I would miss it. But I'd I had bought tickets. Now it's a whole fiasco. I think you of me guys selling need to the come clean with your birthday surprise. So I kind of pussyfooted around with her, and I was like, "Hey, are we going to be gone?" Blah, blah blah blah. And then she's like, "Okay, what's going on?" And I was like. <laughs> I think I there's something that's coming up and I might want to get it for us and we can go. But if we're going to be gone, I'm not going to do it. And But I didn't want to like let it go and then not get the tickets and then miss both concerts. Because right. maybe she didn't get that for me. Oh, my gosh. How right? resentful. Not oh. resentful. What if I'd she was like, like oh, me Jim James? it's because we're going to like a book signing. Of right, like right, Jack right. Jack Lelaine. Right, right. Yeah, who passed in, away in, in, in Tijuana. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, so I just, we kind of looked at each other and it was like, boy, I really didn't want to ruin this surprise Happy for birthday. her. Happy birthday. Yeah. 
I didn't want her to be like, I've been planning for months and now this. She's like, well, uh, I said, listen, you're smart. I'm smart. Let's just kind Write of, it down on a piece of paper. Let's settle on the fact that we're both smart and we probably know what's going on. And I so should have been she your goes, arbitra- So arbitra- she goes, hold on a second. And then she comes back out and she's smiling. And then I'm like, why are you smiling? And she's like, you just need to tell me what you're looking for. Like, what, what is it that you're trying to do? I'm like, no, because I don't want to. Because Andy, you know. well, yeah, yeah, there's no mystery right, left. Right, right. And so then, and I'm really like, listen, not a lot of people have done like super nice things for me in this way. Mm. And so I really, why'd you do it like that? Why'd you do because that? you've just lived the life of despair. I just had a lot of girls who I think didn't know. Exactly. It's like for their bir- or for like your birthday, they're getting themselves like a threesome with like, uh, <laughs> but you're not invited. <laughs> like, it's like for your birthday, I'm gonna yeah. sleep with this other yeah. man. <laughs> I'll send you a postcard of like me no, orgasming. It, it's always been like I got you a pair of socks or like here's but a. But it's like socks with like their face on it. Yeah. Or something like. <laughs> <laughs> like I could just. So see I'm just like, saying like yeah. I've had some really nice gifts and I don't want to negate those, but like. It's it's nice when somebody plans something for you and surprises right. you, tries to surprise you with this very thoughtful. And she knew that I wanted to do this thing. It's not one yeah. of her favorite things. I can see Brittany being very excited to give you your yeah. gift too. Like and so I didn't want to I didn't want to steal that thunder. But oh, now I'm in a position. Such a thunderstorm. I think the answer now as I'm talking about it is like I should have just bought the tickets, shut the fuck up, and then if uh we were gonna be gone that weekend, I should have just sold the tickets. That's what I should have done. Yes. I didn't. What'd I you was do? worried. No, I think you guys should talk it out. I so, think, so I she think came we're back in outside. Thirties, most of us. You're she, in your forties. I think it's like we need to spoil the surprise and just right. talk about it. That's kind of what we came to. And so she said, "Here's what I'm getting you." And she held out her phone, and it was a picture of Jim James uh, and his concert playing <gasps> at the Oakland Fox Theater. And I got like, "That's amazing!" So she got those tickets. She got those oh, tickets. You guys are Jim Jamesing each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it Jim James off? <laughs> So, so yeah, that was really cool. But what I thought was funny is that our only fights are always like, but I wanted to I surprise you. This you. Too. Yeah. yeah. It's like all that kind of that thing. That must be so, nice. So we have a, I feel like we have a solid adult relationship together and I appreciate all that she does. With my morning jacket. Yes. Have you ever had any like, like surprises gone wrong? Oh my or I gosh. guess like where you have expectation and you try to surprise someone, then it just gets foiled. Yes. I have a good one. Tell me. Okay. In college, I think because also the only like times when expectations can hurt my feelings can also sometimes be kind of in the the romance category. Like, yeah, I think that's how like our romantic partners, the stakes tend to be higher than just like, oh, I gave my friend this gift and they don't really like it. Like that kind of stuff. Well, I think it's easy to surprise someone that you don't see every day. Yes. It's really hard, especially when you are living with somebody to like do something that's a surprise. Like if I wanted to do something and like spread out my table and work on it all day and make something for this person, it's like I can't do that really if I'm living with the person. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of surprises, I came home and we had a beautiful new shower curtain that Jack bought all by himself. That's so sweet. Was it like uh, Rick and Morty? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you would think. No, yeah. it was like very. I feel like I'm gonna. Was show it adult? It, I'm gonna send you a picture. It was just no. Like, post that picture. We oh all want to see shower it. Curtain. Oh my god, you guys! And then maybe you guys can tell me like what accent bathroom rugs can go in there and toothbrush holder. <laughs> oh, I adult love it. shit. Okay, so, so tell me. In college, mm-hmm. I liked a boy. His name. Oh, this is like such a. Uh, his name was. Is it illegal was to it say people's Chad? full names? Was it no, Chad? no, close though. It's not uh, illegal um, to say people's names. His full name, Grant Fletcher Woodman. 
How fucking white is that? So white. Grand so from uh, New Hampshire. Oh, my he God. He was like a, like a white, kind of like a cuddle bear, like bigger, cuddly. Um, <laughs> he was my friend. and well, uh, obviously a little bit more. Uh, yeah. He was, was your cuddle bear. I mean, no, no, no. He was not my cuddle bear. He was you just a said cuddle he was. bear. I, I did not possess him as a cuddle bear. Did you guys ever cuddle? Yes. Okay, he's your cuddle bear. But we didn't bear <laughs> ourselves naked. We did not fornicate. Okay. All right. Sorry, Mom. How old were you? In college. Okay. So. He was one of my best friends in college. Can I ask you another question? How many How many times did you cuddle? Um, Because we're not talking about sex. We just really no, cuddled. Just cuddled. We cuddled once in Jamaica over spring break. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Another like at my party. But I uh-huh. also, I fell in a whole bunch of blue paint. And so <laughs> I cuddled. How him, did like, you fall in blue paint at a party? We. What kind of party was this? It was a college party. We threw blue paint off of our porch. <laughs> and I walked to go help clean it up. And, and I slipped fell. in it. And I, yeah. You just got blue yep, all over I, you. I was that house. If you can imagine, like people would. You we totally lived on got a street blue. named Euclid. You got blue at this And party. everyone called it Puclid. Puclid? And we would throw blue paint at people as they walked by, like Why? on our porch, just screaming like devils. <laughs> what? And we had a grilled cheese maker on our floor, and people would come over and, like at a party and make grilled cheese. Like, on our floor. What the fuck? Oh, God. We'll, do, cr- we'll yeah, okay. do a whole episode on wild yeah. college stories because I was wild. <laughs> so, one of the things, so Grant was like a friend of mine, and it was really, he was a really good friend, but I had like a crush on him, and then we kind of had like a little bit of a dating kind of, It was very yeah. Dawson's Creek where I felt like. <laughs> Are we ever going to get together? Are we not? Not really. But then we did. And then so it was one summer where uh, school had just gotten out. It was April and Grant was going back to New Hampshire. Yeah. So his birthday is in May for some reason. <laughs> I love May May boys. And so he was a Taurus. And then and just God, <laughs> I guess that's so important. <laughs> I you find out someone's a Taurus. Like, I'm interested. Inter- no, I don't know why that happens. Every single boyfriend I have has May birthdays. Really? Yes. That's that's real. Yep. I have had four boyfriends in a row that all have May birthdays. I don't understand. God, and most of my girlfriends have been hoes. So ah, wow. April showers bring May <laughs> flowers. <laughs> They're blossoming petunias on my uh, okay. motherhood. No, I no. don't. Okay, sorry. Okay, okay. Go so on, so his go birthday on. was in May. Okay, and um, his sister had messaged me at the time. Like his sister said, uh, also named Tenley Woodman. If you can't, even, okay. it's so these democratic. Are, I know. So I know. His sister said, you should come visit Grant for his birthday. Like, he's in New Hampshire. He's bored. He doesn't have that many friends. Like, I was back in Pennsylvania. And he totally wants to cuddle you. Yeah, basically just saying, like, our fam- like we'd have so much fun. And so the sister was kind of saying, like, come out. It'll come be out. a good time, Hang whatever. Yeah. And she's like, well, Grant would, like, love the surprise. So I, so I was like, so I asked my parents, is there any way you guys can help me with this ticket? You know, like. You were flying. Yeah. And throughout this time, we talked. We were in the, like, friend zone but we weren't we were not boyfriend girlfriend we were just friends it okay. was just more like a i would come visit him uh and surprise him as a friend so i was excited i arranged this with his sister she knew what day i was flying in so like she specifically circumvented him from making any plans that week or anything like that you know so basically she knew that i was flying in on the day she said i think i was going to take a cab from the airport or whatever and it was supposed to be exciting so I fly to New Hampshire, which I had never done before, took like an hour shuttle to go get my rental car, drove the rental car on the mean, like on the road. I'm seeing like moose, (laughs) you know, like there's like moose crossing. Really? Yeah. Like he really lived in the middle of nowhere. Like it was absolutely in the middle of nowhere. 
so I get to his house. My heart's beating. So, so I'm in New Hampshire. I bought a plane ticket and I'm like Your randomly heart is there. My heart's beating so fast. Like just the anticipation of surprising someone. Yeah. Like it was just such a wild surprise because yeah. who is thinking that someone's going to fly to New Hampshire, like find his house to begin with? Like he doesn't know this that. seems very romantic. It was very like it was. I mean, we were we were really, really good friends with a little bit of cuddling. And his sister was I would not have done it if his sister kind of wasn't egging me on. Right. Being like, right. I promise this is a good idea. I got you. you right. know, This is totally a good idea. So I get to his house like my knees are wobbling. I have that like, oh, my God, feeling like I just was so nervous. And I ring. She had but, but you're nervous for your friend. I, I was nervous to see him like I was I was giddy to, to see. I him. think you had a little something. What do you mean? Like a little little sexy something for him. Oh, I mean, I had like, I mean, the fact that I was staying with him for four or five days, right. I, I expected a little okay, bit. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just I was, being clear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no girl flies like right. five or six days and expecting, you know, not to whatever. So uh, <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I just got shy. So. I go up to his house. My like heart is beating so fast. I think it's a mixture of I'm excited to see him. Plus, like it's such a big surprise to me. Like yeah. to I, I imagine being on the other end and just being at home, and then someone that lives basically like you know on the other end of the country or on the other on another right. part of the world that you would never expect to see. Just right. like the context of it is such a surprise. And she had said, "I will I will make sure he's home so that he can like receive you at the door." Blah blah mm. blah. So like I go there. I'm holding my luggage, and I ring the doorbell. And he answers it and he sees me and he and he's just like, oh, hey, like as though he had seen me every day of his life as though it was like it would be the same thing as like UPS coming to drop the package. What? off. So he opens up the door and I'm like surprised. And he goes like, oh, Myrtle. <laughs> like, and oh, then, Myrtle. Yeah, he, sometimes he would call me Myrtle. But like. Oh no, Myrtle. That's right. Myrtle. Because he always would like write his journal. So, so, he called, so he opened up the door and then there was like. 0.0 element of surprise or delight or any emotion whatsoever it was as if like there was not there was no he wasn't bummed he wasn't thrilled he it was just like the same way that if someone came to your door that would deliver a piece of mail he wow. were like hi myrtle and i'm like hey surprise like like no like, i don't live in new hampshire yeah, <laughs> just yeah. So you know, you, you know like, this took me a lot to get like here like 500 ticket like an hour oh, car no. rental an hour shuttle like my heart beating so fast and then he just opened the door and w- it was like the oh, same hey, emotion as if you. you're like getting out a piece of sliced bread for a sandwich or something like that <laughs> and then p- plus me knowing that i am staring down the barrel of a gun of the next five days expecting to stay here and I don't know anyone else in New Hampshire. My parents had just been like, I can't turn around and buy a ticket back. Like we've just spent all the money I had. Oh. So it was the most awkward thing. So I'm just like, hey, I'm here to visit you. And he's like, oh, OK, cool. Like, awesome. Like, you want to watch a movie or something? Well, it was the <laughs> weirdest, weirdest thing what were, the, what were the next five days like? Doing things as like friends, but no. Uh, cuddling yeah there was no other no other girls no other anything it was just very like it he was lived as with if, his like, parents or huh he lived with his parents yeah he's still i mean I th- it was college so so gotcha. he was still home at his time it was as oh. if like he had had like a lobotomy and the the like uh reward center had been taken out where it was Maybe. just like there wasn't any like you shouldn't have done this or like what are we gonna do it was as if like and it just but there was no emotion whatsoever maybe he was a clone at that point his sister said that he I mean, he might have been a clone that's true his sister's I'm joking that's true well now i'm joking what did his sister say his sister said that um his version of like overwhelm 
may have been like retreating into just like no emotion whatsoever. Did you say, did you say something to her? Like he doesn't. Yeah, seem I like started he's... crying. I like secretly to her because I I cried because I just said I built this moment up like so much in my own end and like you know like going to a house thinking it's going to be like a publisher's oh, clearing house yeah, that's, moment. That's, that's a crazy moment and to even think. Even if yeah. just friends, like I mean, yeah. we were just like really yeah. really good friends, so it, it didn't even matter like the romantic angle of it. It was just like the the surprise of seeing what someone mm-hmm. that you care about yeah, so much. Yeah, like yeah. I was one of his like top yeah. best friends, yeah. and just having it like kind of fall flat with nothing just kind of like deflated my balloon. Yeah. So I was crying and I think she kind of just said like, that's how he is. And almost like the more surprising something is, the more he just goes into like static robot mode. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know, it's so weird. So yeah. So I mean like we continued to stay friends. It was the weirdest five days in my life. I got to see a lot of moose, moose, <laughs> mooses. And mooses and movies. We just hung out and I watched him drink a lot of like gin and sit in his like brown leather recliner and watch a lot of like Harrison Ford movies and stuff. Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to surmise, but I think there may be a little bit of, um, I don't want to say attraction to the opposite sex, but, uh, Oh, you think he's gay? Po- quite possibly. I don't know. I don't want to speculate, but I also, well, you just did. You really just did. It speculate. would fall in line with my other boyfriends. If he was <laughs> <laughs> now dating males. So. Oh my God. So yeah. So that was my story. where like, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. The perfect was the person wasn't bummed. It was just the oddest response I have ever gotten. Where wow. it was just like a zero on the emotion meter. Wow, that's crazy. Like I would have rather almost anger of like, what the fuck are you doing here? Why would you come out, you crazy weirdo? Yeah, like, that's weird like, that you did almost, that without like, telling me. Yeah. Instead, it was opening up the door and being like, oh hey Myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll forever remember exactly what like, he hey, said. Myrtle. Yeah, hey Myrtle. Yeah, yeah. Myrtle. But now it's like. I think like maybe a year ago or something, I like went to go even peek at his Facebook page and it's like he has no Facebook profile. Like there's no content there. So (laughs) (laughs) it was was like, what was I expecting? I I dodged a bullet on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, some people, again, people respond to that kind of thing differently. He was an envelope and I was expecting like a letter opener. (laughs) But now I have a stamp. Oh my god, that that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking a lot about postal stuff. Oh god. What about you? I mean, you have a good one, but have you ever like? Have you ever had it go completely flat? Yeah, I've had a couple. Okay, here I'm gonna round these up real quick. Round it. I had one where I had this friend in college that I liked for a long time. She and I were friends, and I liked her for like you know she's just that girl that was just fun to hang out with, almost like a tomboy a little bit. But like we were, we hung out all the time. We just yeah. had fun. Uh huh. And I was like, we should we should date kind of thing. Right. That's what my, my opinion was. And then she's like, cause in college you kind of feel like you are yeah. like, it's, it's, that's how this boy and I were, where I'm like, okay, we're doing everything that we would do if we were date. Right. 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 Except the slam and down or wherever it goes. Um, and I don't know why I say stuff like that. Uh, somebody, somebody said slamming dong in my, uh, I was at this dinner kind of get together thing and somebody goes, they were talking about somebody else and they were like, oh yeah, she was, she was slamming dong. Oh and my god! And I was like, that is the weirdest way to say it. It just seems like something that like a, like you would say at a bachelor party. I know. Cause you don't really slam it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the dong is getting slammed. I c- anyway, I, I don't like the word with dong. Full, I was just going to say, I can't, I hate that's dong. like for a horse or yeah. a stallion. <laughs> I cannot say with full conviction that I've uh. ever been with a dong. <laughs> Maybe a ding, <laughs> but not a dog. <laughs> like I have, I have yet, or no, I will never. Hopefully, but I have not encountered. You're still, you're like I have never yet had dong, but I might have it I don't someday. Want, I don't want dong. Um. Okay, so I was friends with this person in college, and uh, 
And then I said, like, I like you. And then she said, I just like you as a friend. Uh, and oh, my I God. W- we were probably no, getting that together like the same time. That's and I said, okay, no problem. I still want to be your friend. Yeah, yeah. Right? So then, of course, I stopped thinking about it. And then I went away for the summer. And, of course, this person's like, wait, no. Yep. I do want to be your There's girlfriend. There's nothing more blah, attractive blah. than someone losing interest. And like- then at that time, I'd already, like, moved on sort of thing. I, I uh, you know, you have your heart kind of like smacked around a bit and then you go, OK, no, you're this right. This isn't going to happen. You're right. You're yeah. right to say that. And like, I'm going to go put my mind on these things. And I did that. And then I was no longer interested, really. Right. In Which that once way, they can feel the shift. I wanted, I wanted to be their friend at that point. Yeah. And then they wanted to be in a relationship. And then it went on for another two years of that. Right. Mm-hmm. So now we're out of college. And uh, this person lived someplace else. New Hampshire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, And so we decided we're going to do like a surfing trip on the East Coast because she was just that kind of girl. And so I was like, yeah, I'll I'll fly out and see you. And I flew out and saw her. And then um, we went down to North Carolina and we were surfing. (laughs) <laughs> in a tent we decided we we're in a tent and again this is all like buddy 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 yes, buddy buddy friends and yep. then we're in the tent and Ooh. i i thought we were way beyond this point of like like nothing's gonna happen yeah, nothing's it's gonna happen because we're just yep. buddies and i and that's what we've created and then um and boy i don't want to throw this person under the bus they're uh, an amazing person Damn it. uh b- but at the time it just threw me off guard and what i'm saying is like i think there were a lot of expectations but like she said oh i wanted to lose my virginity with <gasps> you and I was like, what? I was like, uh, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. You said no? Yeah, of You course. turned down? Yes, I did. Really? hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I was not, I, I just, and I wasn't, it wasn't the right, I wasn't dating anyone at the time, but I just knew that that was not going to end out great for her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She, I think she was looking at, it, uh, you know, she's in her mid twenties. She had saved herself because she thought that that's what she wanted to do. And then she realized like, wait a minute, what am I waiting so for? Then you but then she wants to. Uh, like have that moment with somebody that she trusts right. and you know possibly loves as a friend or whatever. But for me, I was like, the only way this can end is like we're gonna fuck and then we're not gonna be together. If someone's and gonna I get kind of feel like that's gonna hurt you more yes. than it's gonna help you. And so I just opted out and I was like, hey, I really like you as a friend, but yeah, that's not what that's I want. That's a lot of restraint to do as she, a young man. She was a little bit persistent, and I think both Whoa. of our expectations were like. Uh, like oh okay yeah I don't want this then like I don't want to do this and I I, I almost found myself like recoiling from the trip oh. from the trip itself because it was like now this is weird we're spending the night in the tent it's under these and expectations I know that of- like this is like it's not like I can get away yeah I'm with this person for the next four days oh that's so awkward and it wasn't anything against her it was just like that's not what I wanted to do and it got weird and um. And I found myself to like kind of recoiling. Yeah. From, the from honestly, the from the friendship a little bit because I was like, I don't want to be put in that position anymore. And I, uh, and, and and so it just kind of ruined the trip. And it was a, it was a little bit of a bummer. But I've seen this person since, and she's amazing. And and I wish her the best. And she's awesome. Me I hope, too. I hope that she's find found all the things that she wants to do. It's just that moment when, of course, she's not wrong to think that way. Like, here's a guy I trust. He's a good guy for the most part, you know. And I'm gonna do this with him. I think that's what happens when you kind of navigate when you're single and you navigate friendships is like someone might want something, then you don't do that, then the other person wants it, then not. But then I think like after time, you just kind of go back to the actual friendship. Yeah. But I can understand those moments. And we're talking like I liked her for a good year and then that didn't work out. And then it was like 
two or three years later that we went on this trip. Oh my god, what if she still hasn't lost her virginity? Oh, she has for sure. She definitely I can't has. imagine, you know. But I mean, I guess there are these people that that hold on and wait for a long time. Hey, if you're a virgin out there, give us a call. <laughs> I held out. No, did you? Uh, I thought I was gonna be. I thought I was gonna be. Uh, you know, not have sex till I was married. Really? Yeah, yeah. And when I had sex the first time, it was like I was a little bit. I was only eighteen. I was still, you know, I was a little bit older in that. But maybe some people wait longer. But um, yeah, I remember being like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this, but I really want to do this. I felt bad about it. Yeah. I felt really bad about it. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it wasn't. That's st- very impressive though that you like practice that restraint. What do you mean practice? Dong restraint. <laughs> <laughs> I held back from slamming a that lot dong. Of, no, a lot of guys, I think if they're in a tent with a girl that they find attractive, yeah. even on any level, and the girl's like, rip my hymen, <laughs> <laughs> they would do it. Well, I think you know I overthink things. So I was probably, I know, I was probably nice. thinking of like the, the end game. What is the end game? And that's what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking like, can I get my dick up in this? Because I, I could have. I was just like, yeah, but this isn't going to end well. We're wow. definitely not going to have a friendship if we do that. I, I like thinking about the end game and being like, wonderful, I will make the wrong choice. In this <laughs> like, I think like what three steps would get me to this great place and then like yeah. completely make the other three steps. Yeah. Wow. Interesting, Bo. Ugh. Speaking about some tent talk, I think oh. we should do bug bites. Oh. <laughs> Dungy. Yuck. Bug bites. Cilantro. <gasps> I fucking hate cilantro. Is that why you're wearing I don't your care. pin? Yes. Okay. So that's another thing. But like, I hate fucking cilantro. And I think I'm one of those people that when you eat it, it tastes like soap. I'm not super sure. I've had it a couple times, but I'm like, this is this is gross. I think I know why that is. Why? Some people think it's because of your lineage, like your location, where you're from and uh-huh. where you originated from. Uh-huh. I think it's because you have toxic... You're, you have metal te- toxicity, and cilantro cleanses the blood of metals. And so, so you think I should eat more cilantro? Yes, and even it will though cleanse it tastes yourself like of metals, I think you should push through it. Yeah, I think we're we should juice some cilantro and push those toxic metals out of your body. That's really gross. I'm not doing that. I'll I'm be here to support that. you. I'll catch your metals in a bucket. <laughs> I will. Yeah. So Britt bought me a I pen. I can't believe you hate cilantro. Brit bought me a pin that says fuck cilantro on it. It's mm-hmm. real tiny. It's it's written so like miniature and uh, yeah, the writing is so small and it just says fuck cilantro. And people still, when I'm in places, if I have it on the jacket I'm wearing, they'll be like, oh, what is that? What does that say? Oh, fuck cilantro. What did it ever do to you? I was just That's what the say. guy in Starbucks the other day was like, what did cilantro ever do to you? And I was like, fuck you. Fuck you, I can't man. be mad at any herb. I think they're beautiful. Yeah. Cilantro is proven to taste like soap to some people. For people with toxic metals okay. in their body. Right. You know what I hate? <laughs> I don't know, exorcist. <laughs> Arrogance that United States citizens have. I want, I love Canada. I think Italy has it better. Europe <laughs> does it better. Sweden does it better. Okay. Like, we used to be the best country, uh-huh. like maybe a decade or two yeah, ago, yeah. and pride is different than arrogance. Like, it's, yes, you can yeah. be proud to where you live, but like, America's not the best anymore. I'm so sorry to break it to everyone, but like, I don't know. You just flipped your hair when you said so that. So I don't I like at events, like people that think that the United States is the best. 
but I guess there's a difference in taking pride in where you live and like thinking that uh, down upon other countries. Because I, uh, I, almost I think am that's where it is. I think I think that what we have a problem with a, a lot of uh, U.S. citizens have is this ignorance where they haven't traveled the world. They haven't seen what's out there. Right. They haven't really. Uh, it's a lot of it is like people don't listen. They don't listen to what other people are going through, what other places are like, and they don't see it. I know lots of people from my hometown who have never traveled outside of this country, but they have an opinion about it. Oh, my god! Do you know what I mean? Yes. It would be like you uh, thinking that you know my taste buds and, and thinking that I should like cilantro. It would be like me trying to help you with your metal okay. toxicity. But I do think that there's a, a serious problem. And, y- and you know what? There was a video that just came out of this guy in, what was it? Uh he was in Africa and he was like yelling at the people there. Are you kidding? Yeah. And he's saying like, I'm American and you're, o- you obey me and blah, oh, blah, blah. See, that's and like it was fucking awful. Worst. And I was like, okay, this is the guy that needs to get out of here. Yep. Also, why, why is he even in Africa? To be honest. I like, know. Probably poaching. Probably. But, but I think about like even just the connections that a lot of African cultures have with like nature and like the way other countries do food, like we have an undeserved, I'm a bit an undeserved like, arrogance, an undeserved yes. pride, I guess. People take that pride to a degree that is like, and you know what? People who, I've got another bug bite. Yeah. This kind of goes right on it. People who display the American flag, but they do it incorrectly and act like they're fucking top shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like this whole NFL thing about like, oh, it's it's you shouldn't take a kneel to whatever. You're oh, disrespecting yeah. the American flag. And then they roll that American flag out horizontally, oh which is actually against what the you know, they say that you should the way that you should treat the American flag. And so they're already the NFL is already doing something wrong. And then it's, it's bullshit. It it's bullshit. bullshit. And people just go, don't you disrespect our flag? And then they wear a T-shirt with the American flag on it, which you're not supposed to do. It's like, give me a break. Wear a t- I don't even know. They should just stop production of t-shirts with american flags on it <laughs> i also at the padres game the other day they played a what what's it called the thing that we say with the national anthem is that where you put your heart on your or your hand on yeah, your you heart put your that heart kind of on thing. your hand yeah. yeah you're really you're really making <laughs> whatever a case that is here. and you're i making a case i kept walking because like everyone stopped and took off yeah. their hat and said and i just was like walking to my seats because i'm like but was you that, don't was have that, to do stuff that, to be was american. that you rebelling against the national anthem or are you no. just going like i want to get to my seat i want to get to my seat <laughs> and like so then that's not really a statement it, you're it's, just it, it's like uh that doesn't matter like that doesn't matter and also like a lot of the things that i think america stood for now well a lot of things it's a little bit of me being like whatever right now about yeah. a lot of things have changed in the last you know yes 300 years and it's not and about disrespect it's a, it's just about kind of antiquated i think it's customs. funny that this country was created the way it was and then we've got people now in days that had nothing to do with those choices that are saying like uh immigrants are are bad and keep right. it's like wait a minute Wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. Yeah, you you know, people are so lucky to be born in this country and they just are disrespectful about it. You know what I mean? There right. are people there are people in such bad situations in other countries trying to get out and we're sitting here going like fuck you. But don't you think there's a difference between appreciating and thinking of that course. yeah. Totally. But, I, but again, so I, I appreciate that. I don't I, like you and I are think are uh, the same. I'm sorry, I need you to concentrate. You just touched your computer. Okay. No, I need it full. You have it. I need your full attention. <laughs> you don't want my full attention. You fuck. Um, I think that uh, you made me lose my train of thought. What? You're a fucking piece of shit. You're Appre- a fucking piece of shit. The difference between people appreciating and... Oh, you and I are the same. Oh, we're the same in the sense that I don't think I'm better than other people. Well, maybe you think you are. 
I don't I don't ever look at someone and go, I'm better than you. I oh, think really? The, oh I think gosh. the CEO and the janitor are the same in, in the space of humanity. Oh, now, occupation now, now some wise, people, we're all yeah. together, but mindset wise, I have levels. And well, stuff like I that. just mean like I don't think that you should get something that someone else doesn't. I think, no, I agree. I with do that. think if you if you work hard and you get successes from that, then you you deserve those successes in a sense. You know, you, you've worked hard to do it. But some people who are in positions of power um, look down on people who don't have power, and it's like ah. I think it's just if people feel like they don't matter. Then I hate this idea when you walk into a room and like, oh, that's the. Do you know who that is? That's the oh CEO. Gosh, so it's like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, no, and no, especially when I'm working at parties, uh, if I've ever been drawing people live, uh, someone will sit down and go, oh, that's hey, that's the guy who's in charge of the party. You better do a good job for him. It's like. Why? I'm going to do the same good job that I always do. I have to treat this person like they're a fucking covered in gold bouillon or something. It's like, give me a break. Yeah, you should draw them like that. Yeah, it's like, I, I'm going to do the same great job. And if you treat people differently, I feel like, oh, this guy's important. We better treat him great. It's like, that's your problem. No, but I view people in levels of like self-realization. Okay. Like, so if someone can kind of control their emotions, I place them a little bit higher. Okay. No, that's just someone you sent. You tend to gravitate towards people who are like minded in this way. Like, right. Yes. It's almost like, uh, and it doesn't matter anything. It doesn't matter what their job is. But if someone's acting like kind of like a Walmart orangutan (laughs) and then another person is like, (laughs) and another person is Alanis Morissette. Uh, wait, no, she's not the top. uh, Like, uh, higher consciousness. I'm so so funny. I think it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I re- like Tori Amos is better than a lot of people. What are you? You don't even know Tori Amos. But what she creates in her mind, and I, I don't need to and know. And why her are as, like, all a, the the musicians who talk about uh, people from the nineteen ninety seven Lilith Fair? Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how I'm not a lesbian. I don't I, you think I, I like? Would we make talk a good about lesbian? it when you're not around. Really? Yes. Like, it's, it's a discussion. For real? Yeah. Do you think I would be one? I mean, but, but you know me inside and out. I don't like wit. Like I don't, I don't like women know you that inside. Kind of way. I know. I know you outside. <laughs> you I only know you, know you outside. Me dong side. Yeah. But like, yeah, I feel no. like I wear sneakers. I'm funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you really have this really been a discussion before? Uh, hey, we've got a great <gasps> segment coming up. Oh, you don't. What? Me. What? I, I just don't think I want to get into it. We don't, we're running out of time. We're, we're getting to this point where it's like, <laughs> we're not going to be able to hold the interest. So let's not even get into that, Meryl. Instead, let's do that new thing we've been talking about. That's an old thing that we've already done, but let's still Look at do you it. getting out of this yeah, situation. I'm, so well, easy. I'm a little scared to get into the situation and that's why I think it's time for spooky shit. So creep on over, listen for a bit. Don't look now, it's some spooky shit. Let's give Eddie a call. Well, let's get this. Eddie Krueger. Hello. Eddie. Yes. This is Meryl and Bo from Campfire Shit Show. Hi, Eddie. Hey, how's it going? How good, are good. you? Oh my gosh, you even sound scary. Are you on yeah. a lone road right now? So I got a story for you guys. Tell yes, us. Tell us. Tell us. It's uh, regarding my granddaughter. At the time, but now she's, well, she's 12 going on 22. But at the time, she was maybe four, three or four years old. And my dad uh, had passed in 05. So just put her, she was born in 08. So maybe about 2012. Okay. Um, she would come over. 
with my son and my daughter-in-law, and, you know, she'd, she'd always remark and giggle and laugh and just kind of talk. I think like four-year-olds would. Yeah. And there was a picture of my dad on the, looking into the den. It was a sunken den. And he had a, a, a Latin kind of a, he was a Mexican duck dynasty looking kind of guy. That's probably the best way to put it. Huge beard. Um, hat, you know, loved his flannel shirts. And he was a quiet guy. She'd never met him. This was three years before or after he had already passed. But she would always giggle and laugh. Always uh, play with her toys in a certain area in the living room. Never thought anything of it. Um, and it was right around Christmas time when just kind of started to notice a change where where she would no- normally play, she wouldn't go near. And it was right next to where the Christmas tree was. And she wouldn't go near it. And I would always ask her, her name is Mia. I said, Mia, do you want to play with your toys? Again? No. The man said, no, he doesn't want me to play right there. Oh, my gosh. And kind of a backstory. My dad was big guy. He was about 6'4", really quiet, didn't say much. And uh, from El Paso, really kind of a Texan kind of uh, way about him. He didn't say anything unless it was true or unless it needed to be said. And I said, what man? She took me by the hand and went and took and showed me the picture in the den. <sighs> the man right there. Yeah. And I said, he told you? Yeah, he said, don't play right there. Don't play. And I said, okay, she's four. Still okay. Let it go. So fast forward, and she didn't play there. The day of Christmas, everybody comes over, and um, we're a family of naysayers when it comes to stuff like that. And we put all the grandkids and all the, the small children around the tree. Everybody's taking pictures with their phone, and my brother's got this... Uh, at the time, a really cool camera. He's, you know, filming everything, and, and he's got it going. And I'm standing behind him, and I don't see anything. I said, okay, so I said, you know, let me get my phone out. And, I mean, back then, it wasn't as great a picture, but on mine, you could see all of these little white orbs just come flying out of my granddaughter, out and around, just around from her. What? I'm flipping out, and I said, you know, maybe I had a, a little bit too much eggnog, adult eggnog, <laughs> if you would. Something's going on. So I stop, I put my phone down, and I whisper to my son. I said, we need to get just a picture of Mia. And he goes, oh, okay, so move everybody else. You know, we, we get her going right there. And I go, you need to stand behind me. And he goes, okay. So I put my phone in, and I, you, you look, nothing. Of course, nothing happens, just a regular picture. And then one of my brothers comes and goes, you know, why, why are you, what are you doing with that phone? I got this, you know, this fancy camera and everything. I said, go for it. You're welcome to. He goes, yeah, it's going to look a lot better. Let me show you. He puts his on, and you can see the, these white orbs clear. And it's like popcorn popping from behind her, from out, just from the tree, just shooting out. What? I mean, it just illuminated the, the entire little screen that he had on his camera. And at that point, almost everybody was kind of behind us. And you had everybody just, I'd say for a couple minutes, just completely frozen. And she's standing there happy as can be, and she looks at me and goes, your grandpa, can I, can I go play? Yeah, 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 go ahead. So that happens. Everybody looks at me, and I said, I didn't want to tell you guys, but I think she's seen dad. She's seen grandpa, and that's the case. Wow. Kind of ruined, not ruined the night, but for the rest of the time, you know, everybody was a little quiet. It, no one really knew what to kind of make of it. Right. So that night, that night, Everybody goes. Um, I get up, and my bedroom would lead through the den back into the kitchen. We went to go get something to drink, and I look up, and the Christmas tree had been turned off. Everything had been turned off. The, the tree's on. And 
And for a glimpse, maybe it was because I was half asleep or because of the events that had happened. I look up as I'm walking into the kitchen and my dad, it looks like my dad's admiring the tree with his hands folded behind his back facing the tree. So he's got his back to me and I freak out. Dad, whatever happened, he's gone. Tree goes out. What the fuck? And my mom is about as Catholic as you can get. So, of course, that doesn't fly with her. Everybody, no, no, you didn't see that. You were half asleep. Well, maybe you had one too many beers, whatever the case was. Okay. And, I, and, and to this day, whenever I put the tree up or whenever we put the tree up, you know, my kids and family, friends or whatever, I, I always just have that <laughs> looking out of the corner of my eye. Am I going to see him? Or, or what's going to happen? And I make sure that my granddaughter, and now I have a grandson, uh, take pictures in front of the tree. And we haven't been able to duplicate the lights. Wow. The little orbs to come back out. And I mean, I kid you not, they were just flying out from behind her. So, and, you know, where I haven't seen him, you know, in front of the tree or, or, or anything like that. It was just that one time, just that one Christmas that all of that happened. But, um so yeah, it definitely got me looking over my shoulder and to the side and, and everywhere. And I leave the tree on now for as long as I can uh, through the night, um, just hopefully to appease him, if you would, to, to make sure he doesn't, uh, you know, he's not a violent or yeah. a vengeful ghost. But um, yeah, that's my story. Wow. And, uh, and like I said, it, it, it would have been different if it would have just been me looking into the to the to my brother's camera, right. looking but- at my granddaughter. With that many people but, yeah. looking and seeing the same thing, that's, I mean, that's one of those things that hardly ever happens. People always see a UFO alone or Bigfoot alone. Yeah, of course. And a ghost yeah. alone kind of thing. But when you have a bunch of people seeing the same thing, it's like, what? And yeah, you said you guys are a family of naysayers, so it's not yeah. like you're yeah. already trying to right. make something that it's not. You know, yeah, he was, I mean, it, was, it wasn't strained. It wasn't in any way, shape, or form something that you would say, okay, well, you know, maybe he's coming back to... You know, was it you know one of those bad Christmas movies? You know, Dad's Christmas Revenge. No, I don't. I don't think in any way, shape, or form uh, that any of us really had. There was a great respect for him. Um, it was a great loss. Uh, you know, obviously, you're looking 13 years later, and yeah. I quote him every day. Mm. I quote him every day in, in, in my daily. You know. Wow. Uh, you know, that is amazing. That is amazing. That's a really great story. Thank you for telling us that. Yeah, it's a, like I said. Um, and hopefully it'll prevent another large Hispanic family from freaking out when they take a picture of their granddaughter or a video <laughs> of a Christmas tree. We we aim to uh, not have as many large Hispanic families freak out as possible on this on this episode. So there, that's there good. You go. Yeah, you know, it's, if it avoids a cardiac arrest by any you know family member of any of your listeners exactly. or viewers, then yeah, that's then we help. If we help one person, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen uh, due to too many tamales. <laughs> death by tamale well thank you I, so much like eddie most of the people that are making the tamales that, that still circulate or, or being you know in my family have have not uh you know tuned in to uh the attorney general or, or the, the surgeon general's latest findings <laughs> on uh, tamales well eddie this christmas if you see or hear anything uh circle back with us we'd love to hear it i definitely will i definitely will okay thank you so much you're more than welcome you guys have a great day okay you thank too. you you too Ooh, I'm scared. Okay. That's story. That is a, you know, we, we keep having these people call in with spooky shit and 
in the beginning, I'm like, eh, you know, I, scary stories. It's always some joke or some bullshit where someone's like, and then they walked across the bridge and they could yeah. hear the screaming Mimi. And it's like, it's like, what? <laughs> and, and, screaming and, Mimi. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is silly. But the, the last couple we've done, I'm like, I don't want to go to these people's houses for sure. I'm becoming scared of like Christmas, regular brunches, like <laughs> like lakes. <laughs> like slowly, we are crossing crossing Pringles. off our list one by one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just scared of the most <laughs> random thing. I know, but geez, that was a good one. That if you want to one. send in your spooky story, you can email campfireshitshow at gmail dot com. We've also been asked, what shit should we email Marilyn Bo? Well, we both. got you. We got you covered. You can either do campfire shit s h t or shit. The traditional way. <laughs> the traditional way. If S-H-I-T. you want to email us the traditional shitty way, you yeah. can do that. And Any if you shit do it- you want. Just not like this weird new age, like S-H-Y-T, like how everyone spells their baby names. Uh, Don't put a Y in there. <laughs> Whose baby name is shite? Well, no, like, you know, like instead oh, of yeah, just I know, like I Bryn, know. it's like three yeah. Ys in Bryn with like that is a silent I before it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what the fuck is your problem? Oh, my God. Well, another week, another... Another day, another dollar, another... Michael Phelps anecdote. <laughs> this was really fun, Bo. You, you meant Lance Armstrong. Let's get out of here. I'm going to go meditate. <laughs> no, you're not. I know. I, know. Never, I, I, I wanted you. to end it on a note where I just like feel so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say something important. Go. I would like you to take me sneaker shopping later today. I need to get good arch support. Oh, my God. Let's so get let's out go. of here. Let's go. Okay. All right. Foot Locker. Bye. Bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stack. Hey campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Sleep tight.